candidates. This is the next question. We are moving right along. Uh, we are well on schedule, which is great. Thank you for keeping your responses within time for the most part. Uh, candidates, uh, it should go without saying that a presidential election where our only two options are Donald Trump and Joe Biden is a disgrace to our nation's election process. As the Libertarian nominee, what would be your strategy in the general election to getting on the debate stage and giving the Libertarian Party the attention it deserves? We'll start this time with Mr. Kenneth Blevins. Oh, how do we get on the debate stage? That's a great question. Because honestly, I think the two-party system is scared of us. Because if they see that we actually have a platform to stand on that's a lot better than the rhetoric they've been running for the last century, century and a half, then uh, they don't want any, they don't want anything to do with us. I think anybody on this on this uh, live stream here could give both Trump and Biden a run for their money and point out a lot of the ways the government has failed and how we need to move away from the two party system and what it's led us to. But uh, it just comes down to informing people educate them that they do have another choice, a better choice, and that we are that better choice. And uh, just trying to get everybody to see that the lie that, you know, you're wasting your vote on third party is just that, a lie. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Blevins. And I, I will throw out a reminder uh, for the people who have just tuned in. I know that we had a lot of comments in the comment section saying, uh, that people are going over time, yada, yada, as people do in comment sections. Um, the, the rules are everybody has 60 seconds to respond. The, the uh, bell will ring at 10 seconds till the end of their time, and that time will be deducted from their closing statement. So we're trying to keep it as fair as possible. Uh, stop, stop blowing up my stuff. Uh, next is Mr. Uh, well, Judge Jim Gray on the topic of uh, the debate stage and the general election. Mr. Gray? Yes. And Dan, and congratulations. You are keeping us on schedule here in today's world. Yes. You know, we brought in 2012, Gary Johnson and I in our campaign brought a lawsuit in federal court uh, saying that we should go back to the old League of Women Voters criterion. Any political party that's on enough ballots in enough states technically to win the presidency should have their voice heard. And it's not easy to be on the ballot in any state. We also carried the torch for the Green Party because they were on the ballots in 40 states. If we couldn't make it, the answer is, and the answer is money, that we have all of these sponsors that are delivering lots of money, and so they want to make that money. So if you have a third-party candidate, Jason Gray or any of these people there, Trump will probably decline to go. And if Trump won't go, then the, probably the sponsors will drop off too. So we have to get the word to the people. It's un-American. I've had prominent Democrats, prominent Republicans saying it's not American. We need the third voice, and particularly now. Thank you. Mr. Jacob Hornberger. I see this uh, so-called two-party system as a one-party system. Uh, Democrats and Republicans stand for the same thing. Foreign wars that are killing and wreaking death and destruction with bombs and sanctions. They're bankrupting the American people. We can see that even in this crisis that people don't even have savings anymore because it's massive welfare warfare state and the income tax that funds it. I, I'm proposing something different for this party that we run a, a bold campaign, a campaign that's based totally on libertarian principles. For example, New York Magazine just attacked me today 
because they said that I have an untimely proposal to end the Federal Reserve. I've stood for this for 40 years. But notice that when you take these bold positions, that attracts attention. And then people can say, hey, this guy wants to end the Federal Reserve. Why? And so I think that our principles are everything. I believe they're our greatest asset. And that if we go into battle against these people with our principles, we have a standard good chance of doing very well. Thank you. Mr. Adam Kokesh. Dan, I'm so glad you asked. I think I'm the only candidate with an actual plan to get us in the debate. And this is a combination of things that I've done in the past, organizing veterans for Ron Paul when we marched in formation on the White House, what we saw with Ralph Nader and Jill Stein getting arrested, going up to be in the debates that they were excluded from, and what Truckers for Freedom have done shutting down D.C. in the past, and what we see all over the country now with vehicle protests in the age of coronaphobia. So we are going to march on the debates with veterans and see this is great because even though this is a, an answer that that i have as part of this plan with veterans who are libertarian to come out and demand that the libertarian be allowed to debate i'm going to do this for whoever the nominee is anybody who's in the debate tonight would be uh i'd be honored to organize this for we are going to go and block the entrances and shut down the debates and say that as a formation of veterans you're going to have to arrest this one at a time and if you don't let the libertarian debate, the Republican and Democrat will not be allowed to debate either. Thank you, Mr. Kokesh. Mr. Ken Armstrong. Well, I, I actually agree that it's not very likely that we'll see fair and open debates this year. I think that uh, the incumbent is going to do his very best to make sure that that doesn't happen. But regardless of what happens, I'm going to make a pledge to all of you. we got about a dozen candidates here and, and a few more that, that uh, aren't with us today. I'm going to make a pledge to all of you. Whoever gets the nomination, I certainly would love it to be me, but whoever gets the nomination, we're going to put 100% of our effort into raising all kinds of hell on the public stage to make sure that our nominee gets the attention that they deserve to get. I hope you'll back me if I'm the nominee, and whoever of you gets the nomination, you have my 100% commitment that we will not back down until we see you on the stage. So say we all. Amen. Uh, Mr. Dan, taxation is theft, Berman. Fuck the debates. I mean, really, you think they're going to let us on their stage? I like Adam's plan. And hey, if I get the nomination, I will ask Adam to run that rally for me while I'm inside, covertly dressed as just a normal convention goer, to run on the stage with my big yellow hat and say, hey, there's a third party running. Maybe I'll do something like that. Who knows? But Here's the thing. We can't expect like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. If we do enough, they're going to pay attention to us and they're going to want us in their debates. No, that's not how it works. That's why we don't have any coverage up until this point. Um, you have to be, you have to create your own channel for attention for people to see this. We have to create this. That's the only way people are going to pay attention to this because right now they're stuck, to, they're stuck on mainstream media. It's unfortunate. That's the way things are. We can't wave a magic wand and have stupid expectations that like, oh yeah, well, if we just do something that they're gonna, they're gonna say, hey, yeah, well, why don't you guys come up on stage with us? That's not gonna happen. There's a two-party system for a very good reason. They have a lot of power backed by a lot, a shit ton of money, and they don't wanna share it with anybody else. Thank you. 
Mr. Sam Robb. Okay. When I was growing up uh, back in the Soviet Union, days of the Soviet Union, you had a government that had complete control over the populace, and yet the ideas of freedom spread. There was something called Samizdat, where they would take, they would actually take uh, papers talking about freedom and talking about liberty, and they would mimeograph them. I don't know how many of you guys are old enough to remember what the smell of mimeograph paper is like, but I see Jacob's <laughs> smiling right there. But they didn't understand how technology was going to undermine their authority. And what we see in these two major parties right now, especially right now, the entire United States is online because that's where you have to be. They're still thinking in the, in the mode of, hey, let's get on the broadcast news. Hey, let's broadcast these debates. We have a pipeline straight into people's houses, straight into reaching people's hearts and minds. If we can exploit this, if we can take this and magnify it, we can be a voice that they cannot stop. And we can render their debates null and void because people will be paying attention to us instead of listening to them. Thank you, Mr. Rob. Mr. Vermin Supreme. Uh, definitely, uh, lawsuits would definitely be a, a part of the, uh, um, I've certainly been to many, uh, many uh, street protests outside of the debates over the years, uh, which have always been a very exciting thing with the riot police and uh, people getting arrested, all, all that good stuff. Um, but I, and if I am the nominee, I certainly pledge that I will, in fact, get arrested attempting to enter any of those debates because I, I believe publicity arrests are certainly a very good thing. Um, sure. but when, it, when it comes to straight up uh, qualifying for the debate, which would mean polling at 15%, I believe that is precisely where uh, the Vermin Supreme viral meme uh, campaign strategy comes in. Essentially, at that point in the campaign, I don't believe I don't see how it would be possible for a Vermin Supreme uh, candidate uh, to not poll at fifteen percent given the current circumstances. I just don't see it not happening. Thank you, Mr. Supreme. Mr. Arvin Vora is next. I'd like to address my response to anybody from the Libertarian National Committee who might be watching right now. For the last two years, we have had debates online, in state parties, the free and equal debate that was open to everyone. And here's the help we got from the LNC, none. A refusal to post any of it on LP.org or the LP Facebook page. Listen, I've been on the inside of the LNC. I was on the LNC for six years. I know how massive the Libertarian Party's media reach is. I know the size of the email list, the Twitter feed, the, the Facebook page. And the fact that we cannot get that from our own people shows how badly the LNC wants there to be some Republican wash-up to be our nominee. They refused to cover everything. So before we go after somebody else's debates, let's at least make sure we use the amazing tools that we already have. And I've asked before and asked again, LNC, put this debate on your media. Thank you very much. Thank you, Arvin. And not, not, not to get into it, but they've all been notified of this debate. So, you know, it's up to them now. Uh, balls in your court. Um, not Okay. Uh, next is Andy Williams Jr. Go ahead. So I believe the, the question was something about what we're going to do to get on the stage. Was that 
Yes. As the Libertarian nominee, what will you do in the general election to get on the debate stage and give the Libertarian Party the attention it deserves? Well, to get on the debate stage, whether I get the nomination or not, I will be suing the Republicans and the Democrats next. I am taking this liberty fight to the courtroom because it don't work in the boardroom anymore. And if anybody didn't know, on October, I mean, uh, the 13th of April, I sued uh, Illinois Governor Prisker and Donald Trump for violating my civil liberties. So now that I've gotten a taste of due process law and how it works and the fraudulent statements that they promise every time they're going to get elected, they haven't come through with those promises. So right now, with my background coming in the courtroom fighting pro se, it's bringing a lot of attention in Chicago right now. Like I've gotten, since I posted it on the 13th, I've gotten a lot, a lot of feedback. And what the, the streets is basically saying, make sure you keep it about the oppressed. Make sure you keep it about, you know, us, uh, uh, ex-offenders out here because that's the overlooked audience. So now I'm grabbing an audience who, one, never would even think about the Libertarian Party and two, not even be registered to vote. And now we're voting vote for hope. So that's what I plan to do. And I got a CD coming out, Hood Candidate. Thank you, Mr. Williams. Moving on to Mr. John McAfee. He's muted. You, uh, oh, uh, hold up. My bad. Start the time now. Go ahead, Mr. McAfee. Uh, if anybody believes uh, that uh, if uh, either Adam or myself is nominated, that they will keep us off of the debate stage, then you need to Google me. Um, mm -hmm. I have, I have across all my social media, almost 2 million followers. I have 1.1 million on Twitter alone. And my followers are avid followers. They include uh, the Winklevoss twins, Vel Kilmer, every major uh, corporate executive in technology business and every major exec in media. Now, if we're not on that stage, I will raise such a ruckus that they will be forced to allow us. I'm sorry. I, I like using brute force when nothing else works <laughs> and, and uh, nothing else seems to be working. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. McAfee. Mr. John Mons. Well, there's a couple of different strategies we can uh, approach this issue with. One is uh, we seek allies. I mean, we're good on the issues. So uh, we need to reach out to Second Amendment groups. Uh, we need to reach out to the NAACP uh, about criminal justice reform. We, we get that. So let them make the argument. That's one way we can approach it. Uh, another one is the lawsuits. I, I think uh, that is you know, a viable option of, of filing lawsuits. I'm party to a, a ballot. Uh, access lawsuit here in Georgia on the federal level. And the, the third thing is this. I would like to have a graphic that shows Biden on the left, me in the middle, and Trump on the right with a caption that says, why won't they let me debate? And put that out in public and let people get incensed about the unfairness on how the party is treated. So uh, I think those are all you know, viable options. Thank you, Mr. Mons. 